The Voice of the Black and Amber, Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. TC Tars, World of Gaelic Games. And you're very welcome to uh, the TC Towers World of Gaelic Games, the Camogie All-Ireland Special with the O'Duffy Cup back in Kilkenny. The Community Radio Kilkenny City team are down at the courthouse. We'll be joining Kieran Ari, who normally hosts this programme from the studio, but he's hosting it now from the uh, front of the courthouse. We'll be with Kieran in a moment. Uh, Kilkenny, a glorious winner yesterday, 113 to 112 victory over Cork. They're great, great rivals, and in many respects, and that's, this is not being disrespectful to Cork you know when you beat Cork you really have an All-Ireland uh, success a fantastic victory and a great commentary as well from our own Barry Henriquez will be playing some of that during the course of this evening's programme we're with you until half past eight uh, Kieran will bring us uh, let us know what's going on now he maybe has a few people to chat to and they'll break back to the studio here and we'll play a little bit of music and keep things going until half past eight it'll be something similar to the night we had the homecoming uh, for the hurlers and the under 20 hurlers senior hurlers and the 20 hurlers and the uh, junior footballers so without any further delay we head straight down to uh, Parliament Street and uh, Kieran Erie things are hotting up down there I suspect Kieran yeah good evening Nicky um, large crowd building down here the atmosphere is building as well we had Sean Carroll on there playing a few songs and seeing away there for the last half an hour or so so uh, great atmosphere building and um, the crowd is turning out uh, we're just introducing another band here and uh, we have the community radio team here with us and Liam, uh, Katrina and Aoife's here beside me as well. So I'll just get a few words from Aoife here, Nikki. Um, Aoife Lanigan, you were up in Crow Park yesterday. Um, we're supposed less than 24 hours, well, around 24 hours. How are you feeling now after that great victory? Well, hopefully people can understand me what I'm saying because I am very hoarse. Um, but all the shouting after we won yesterday, I went to the, when we came home, I went to the winner's banquet last night in the River Court. I was there until half two and it was still going strong uh, after that. But yeah, fantastic. Fantastic to be there to, to witness them to come coming back to to win and as uh, we've been there on the wrong side of losing on a one point deficit before, but to to come there and, and we do it uh, to get Cork by one point. Yeah, it's, it just shows us. I've always said work rate and a really short work rate. I know we started off with a six point um, within the first twenty minutes. We went 20, six points, no score. Then Cork kind of came into it, got their goal, and then they kind of came into it. But yeah, but like five times they went ahead of us in the second half. But yeah, we we kind of came back to him, kept, kept with us and kept control and worked well to make sure that they weren't going to win us. Yeah, and Aoife, like, we're after talking to you every Monday night on the show and since the start of the year, you were confident in this team, like you were, like we always mentioned, the injuries, the players that stepped aside, but in fairness, Aoife, you great belief in this panel and the management and every week, every game, you always fancy Kilkenny and it, 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 you held, held firm. I have, yeah, I've like I, I've, I've been part of, been, been part of Binlas, you know, I've been Camogie here over the last five years this year I stepped back I've been bitchy over the years and kind of been part of underage management as well and I knew with the newer girls coming in especially especially Tiffy, Tiffy Fitz like getting her chance this year like she'd been an intermediate last year unfortunately with the losing last year Tantum an intermediate but when she got her chance this year like as she said when she she got the ball yesterday the first ball went into true, true, the ball was only thrown in barely and she said I found myself up in the forward line and her, her sister Steffi said I think she'll be the new forward I'll move backwards but yeah to see all the new players coming in and that they stood up and we're well able to, to keep up with the, the people that have been there all those years like uh, Denise Grace Miriam Mary O'Connell as well like Michaela coming back but one person that stood out really much yesterday was Julianne Malone I was like she hasn't been playing with Kenny for three years like 2016 she was player of the match her first all-star and then she went over to Australia but came back now she has an honour all-Ireland all and she goes there with James Cullerton her fiancé so he won a football All-Ireland so now they have two All-Irelands in, in, in the household um, this, this year so it's great to see Julianne back to, to see her that it's like it's a second home tour she'd been away but like to grace it again after 2016 it was such like a home tour again I know she might have been off in the second half but still controlling ball for the, for the goal she hit the first shot in that was she thought it was going nowhere and then Neve Dealey got it and it was it was blocked and then 
when it's blocked out by the goalkeeper and then Sophie to, to bat it into the goal hit it into the goal which is good and just on that goal Aoife like we saw players in the past both in Hurling and Camogie from that distance missing like Sophie had to show a lot of composure still to get I know look it was a one there was only the goalkeeper to beat but still there was a lot of pressure on that strike because when I look back at it like you know we're being up in the press box yesterday Lehman Barry and you see the ball coming out and the goalkeeper and the defender kind of getting in each other's way to bat it out and you're saying right ball stop don't go too far because as you said Sophie running in it could have easily bobbled Sophie could have pulled could have gone over her hurl she could have done a, a, a wind ball if you know what I mean not just hitting the wick air but she just timed it perfectly like she kind of you can see she was coming in at speed she was the one that read it as it was coming out I know Miriam Miriam was over to the other corner but yeah Sophie read it and pulled on it and it went perfect and Aoife I'll take you back to the start of the game we got back or we, we got off to the perfect start you know we were putting points on the board girls were flying using the ball very well and then like I thought we were in a really comfortable position and then that goal that Cork struck was kind of against the run of play really wasn't it and say we had three ways before that as well to extend our lead out to nine points but then, then we were hit with that goal but in fairness to the girls they got the next score back and showed that brilliant character that we've seen all year as you said like Cork had were held scorers for 25 minutes against Waterford I was saying Cork were never going to go like that again and then you see Kenny tapping over points all yesterday with six points you're saying really are we going to go steamroll through Cork and I knew Cork weren't going to go too much too much of it and it's like if they psyched up something was said Davy with his tactics of messaging players on, on off the pitch and moving so I don't know like Fiona, Fiona Keating got an instruction instruction over on the far side of the Cusick stand let's say but the minute she got it she was going and it might look she might have uh, took a, a step extra before she she took the strike but um, look, she she carved over the defence a little bit too much but when you look at it again Michelle Teen as I said to her afterwards well like she did with uh, McGrath in the semi-final she says I wasn't I was a bit slower this time she said if I moved a bit quicker I'd have got her but when you do as I said you look back at her she was inches away from getting the ball and blocking her and hooking her but it, it didn't hurt us that much in the end no no but as always Aoife hindsight's a great thing isn't it when you look back at it as well it's those split minutes and it's those split decisions as we said that ball that broke to Sophie to just pull on it straight away and not even take a chance on raising it you know he could have easily missed Rose it. so it's all it's all an instinct really when it comes down to those big decisions but then um, Aoife we talk about all the young players that uh, Kenny introduced this year but I thought in the last 5 to 10 minutes Grace Welsh really really stood up and came out with some crucial ball she created that that chance where she crossfield the ball across to Miriam, Miriam caught it and then was fouled. But like the, our experienced players really stood up when they were needed too. Really did, yeah. And one person stands out. Like a lot of people say, like Denise Gall has has stood out the most. Like she's the top scorer for Kenny. She's top scorer for the whole championship. You look at it, Denise missed a few frees yesterday, but when it stood up most, people say, how do you react? She put it behind her mind. You look at it. There's there's a there's a piece of action on Twitter at the, at the moment or Facebook of how she the last kind of five minutes over when she missed that free like it hit off the off the post and went wide. You then look at it as the minute Cork poked the ball out. Denise was nowhere to be seen when it was poked out, but within two seconds of the Cork player receiving it, Denise was on our back, surrounding around her back, and as the girl went to pick it up, Denise got in, got got a back offer and it led to the goal then we got the goal Denise came back Cork were going down Lady Coppinger was going down the side you saw her again she was about to strike but she stepped in tails Denise again blocked all even though she missed that free she was showing her leadership and all the rest of the girls showing her leadership Michelle Teen also you see Winners again. Denise winning the ball at the defence. Mighton would have been winning the ball up in the forward line. Denise got the ball. Michelle came in off her other side. Even though looking at it, you didn't think Michelle was going to get the ball because Michelle was going forward and she ended up going backwards to catch the ball at her chest because Katrina Mackey was kind of going in between Denise and Michelle. So it showed that the two of them, I don't know, did the practice in training, but it was well worked and she kept her hand there that it, it got it out. But even then, at the, the final play before the last before Ashling Thompson's shot at Denise again clearing the ball herself and Grace going against number 13 and number 23 for Cork again Denise clearing it Cork management were shouting because they said Denise threw it 
I didn't see it. I didn't see it throw. But you look at it. Denise leadership, Miriam leadership, Grace, all the girls, even the young younger players had leadership too, and were very good. Yeah, just on that point, Aoife, that you mentioned there about throwing the ball. Like, say, if the Cork management were looking for the the decision to go against Denise for throwing it, I thought all through the game it looked to me that Cork were throwing the ball. Like any the ball that they were working out of defence, even for the goal, it looked to me like it was a throw. I know. Look, we're we're only looking at it from a distance as well on the telly. We're not up as close to it, but I thought I thought the ref was a bit more lenient to Cork than Kilkenny. I think he was. Um Every, every decision is different with referees, what way they, way they blow or they don't blow. You look at us, it is with the, the decisions of throwing the ball. They did look like it. He's right on the ball, you see, right? He didn't, like, if you look at Kenny, only conceded 10 frees, Cork conceded 13. Like, Cork, Cork scored their five frees, we, we didn't score all our frees. So, you look at us, a ref is going to give a free, sometimes he mightn't give a free, like, it's, you'd love that there would be consistencies. One thing also stands out is, people question, asking us yesterday, is when um, Denise was knocked down, or when Casey was knocked down by the, the unrushing Cork players, I asked, I actually asked the National Camogie President last night at the banquet, what way is that rule? And he says, a lot of it, de- it depends that the referee might take it, that because Denise and Casey landed on their posterior, that he told Trakers that they lifted their hurl to stop them, and that's why he didn't give a free to Kenny. Because usually he says, she said, that if it was going to be a free to Kenny, they would have to stand their ground. But if you look at it, Cork were going at such speed, I don't think Denise or Casey were going to stand their ground because the speed they went at. But yeah, it's different because in the intermediate match, the same thing happened and it went the other way. So every referee and rule is different. Um, Aoife, just before we go back to Nicky for our first break, just on the panel, say, like, I was just talking to my father about this area when we are out for a while. Like, if you look at, say, you're after losing your two cornerbacks in Davina Tobin, Colette Dormer in either corner, then you come out to the half-back lane, you're starting half-back last year, Kelly and Dyle is gone, your centre-back, Megan Farrell, is gone. You know, like, it's, it was really a rebuilding job in the year for, for Brian Dowling, and then to come back and win the All-Ireland then, with all, with all those setbacks and the injuries Injuries and players leaving the panel. It's just a remarkable achievement for Brian and his management team. It is like it's, another thing is, is that nobody gave us any anything of winning anything. Like I know we were unbeaten this year. Uh, we didn't get to the league final, but we got we we were knocked out because of, of a higher scoring difference from Cork. We went through Leinster without being beaten, beating Dublin in the final, comprehensively, 5-11 to 12 points, and then a championship going again without being defeated. Fantastic achievement, as you say, we lose it, we losing all the players, and then when we do get the players coming in, like the, the like Steffi Fitzgerald has been there a few years, her sister Tiffy then coming in, um, Mikhail had been, had been there, had gone away and came back again, Julianne Malone again with experience and coming back. Yeah, but the new players, Sophie O'Dwyer, when she got the chance coming on in the quarterfinal, the semi-final, and in the final, took their chances and scored. And if, uh, I suppose, like, just on top of all that, the new players that were introduced and all, like, we can't forget, say, our intermediate management that brought all those players through, gave them chances as well, all our underage coaches, all the clubs, you know, they're all after bringing those players through, and we can't forget those either on a day, or a day like yesterday, and a celebration like today. Like, it's all the hard that's going in at club level, feeding through it into the county squads and then feeding into your intermediate and senior team like it's, yeah, like it's, 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 it's it seems to be walking with when, when Brian and John kind of do the senior and intermediate he brings the two of them that if, if they're doing well in intermediate and if they're locked out like they were this year and um, before going out of their group that, uh, that Brian brought them up and they kind of got the chance and they were they were training with each other yeah and as you said with the underage with the, with the minors last year as well and this year like you look at Emma Minogue coming up I know she's a, an upcoming player you've got Neve Feeling Fee, who'll be Kira's Kira's sister yeah you've got a lot of players that it's great that we have youngsters that are being greatly trained but also another thing that starts out we won the under 14 uh, All-Irelands on Saturday uh, the, C, the A group and the C group so that's another starting group that within the next 5 five to 10 years we'll hopefully be seeing senior and Grace and Go Park Absolutely Aoife and uh, before before we go back to Nicky in the studio Barry Henriques you were up in Crow Park yesterday What gave you that impression? But you were the man behind the wire there a minute ago now you're in beside me how did you manage to get in here? I don't know it's called pull 
Call influence, call old age. Respect for your elders. Um, Barry, just before we go back to Nicky, um, you had time to reflect back on yesterday's game. Um, how, what were your thoughts on it now, looking back? There's an old expression in the Irish says that uh, and that translates into the Queen's English means they went forward together with courage. And I mean, that would probably sum up the whole the whole presentation of Dr. Kenny's. They were beaten. Uh, they never let down. They never took a backward step. They played the game as they saw it. They dictated the game uh, on the field of play. And uh, obviously their coaching was right. The management was right. It's a game of two, two teams. Team on the sideline, the team on the middle of the grass, the team on the grass. And uh, both sides acquitted themselves absolutely superbly. They never made a stroke. The goal, the goal came at the real right time. And we had the countdown, second by second. And we were praying, let me tell you. But what a win, what a win. And Barry, just like what you said there, they went forward together, they went back together. And I, I think just when you came down to the last free with Denise Gall, the way Katie Nolan had missed the one before, but then Denise Gall stood up. Like, just great camaraderie with them. There was no pressure on either of them. You know, do you fancy taking this one? Denise stood up and was accounted for and got us over the line in the end and, you know, just showed that experience and belief in herself as well. Absolutely. And the other word I'd use, uh, Kieran, is uh, trust. They trusted one another, you know, and they gave the ball to one another. They never gave the ball to one another unless they were sure that the person receiving it was going to get... Uh, Possession of it, you know. Don't forget the water. Yeah, no, and um, there's a big crowd turning out here now, Barry, which is brilliant to see. And it's, it, ah, yeah, look, the, the atmosphere is building. We have a bit of live music here behind us, but even yeah. since I, I arrived down here around a quarter to six, the crowd is really starting to turn in now, Barry. I thought they deserve it, absolutely, for their efforts they put in yesterday. And like they were unbeaten, Kieran, for the entire year. Yeah. And like there were six of the seven starting backs yesterday were brand new to that Kilkenny team. That's says something about the management about Nolan about Philly about Pat about Tommy you know uh, and about I hope I'm not missing anybody I'm, I'm, and Brian Hogan of, or Brian, Brian Dowling of course yeah. it says something about the calibre of the woman you know as I always say you don't go down a sawmill for a bag of coal do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, you want a hurler, you go to somewhere where that happens. Yeah, exactly. We'll go back to Nicky for our first break. We may pay the bills, Barry, so we're back to you in the studio, Nicky. All right, Kiran, we'll be down with you there shortly. That's Kiran Nari and our team down at the courthouse there uh, doing their things. And well done to Barry on yesterday's uh, great commentary. We better take a break, as Kiran says, to pay the bills. The Voice of the Black and Amber. Community Radio, Kilkenny City. 88.7 FM. TC Tars World of Gaelic Games. Yes, and you're listening to the TC Tars World of Gaelic Games All Ireland Camogie Final Special. I'm Nicky Brennan in the studio. Uh, Kieran Neri would normally be sitting this seat, but he's driving the show down at the courthouse today in Parliament Street. And before we go back to the team down there, I just want to deal a bit with junior hurling that we didn't actually get to over the weekend. There's one game I don't have details on now. In fairness, we had Dan Kenny lined up, and it's our fault, Dan. But Piltown won one seventeen to one thirteen. But we'll be getting into the junior in a bit more detail at the weekend because we just of senior and junior no uh, no intermediate on this weekend but Galmai got the better of Clunine and Jerry Drennan has this report Junior League Championship game Galmai 119 Clunine 110 in sunny Galmai on Saturday Clunine got off to a great start in this uh, clash against uh, host Galmai when Tom Buggy took a Parik Delaney pass and buried the ball to the Galmai net after just five minutes of play that left the uh, score 1-1 to two points Galmai had had two early points from Connor Trennan and Brandon Phelan and both those points were created by Oshin Phelan who played very well around the middle of the field the remainder of the half was low scoring wise for Clonine they added two, point, two points from freeze from Michael Dial and Podge Delaney while on the Galmai side Connor Drennan pointed four frees and the line ball while Oshin Phelan also stuck over a point the half time score was Galmai nine points Clonine one five and nothing in it second half was a very slow burner in this game Clonine uh, were uh, first off the mark when Gary Delaney their goalkeeper came out and struck over at 65 Galmai replied with points from freeze from Conor Drennan um, for after fouls two of them on Sean Phelan and one on Nigel Stanley Drennan also added a point from play and with 10 minutes to go in the game Galmai led 14 points to 1-8 
as the game approached closing and the close of the game Galmai were still edging it but strangely the referee played 8 minutes of injury time and in that injury time Galmai hit 1-3 which pushed them into a, a convincing lead their goal came in the 37th minute of the second half when Callum Lonergan made a great run up the right hand side before laying the ball off to Brandon Phelan who buried the ball in the net Conor Tennant added 2 more pints and Conor Grace had one from play to leave Galmai 119 to 110 winners. Galmai were best served by their half-back line of Nigel Stanley, Conor Grace and Gerard Phelan who fielded some great ball. Up front, Conor Drennan and Oisin Phelan worked hard while for Clunine, Pod Delaney did most of their scoring. Gary Delaney took some long-range frees. Um, Brian MacDonald and Tom Bogey tried hard. Galmai slightly the better team, 119, Clunine 110. Yes, that was Jerry Drennan with that game. Now on Bally, on Bally Ragged got um, down in uh, Greg Demana. It was a draw match there. Just some notes on that. In fairness, we thank Jim Delaney for helping us on Saturday. But St. Pat's led in the first half three points to two on 15 minutes and they got a goal close to half time to put them into a 1-5 to five points lead. Indeed, the teams then had levelled up by six minutes in the second half. Greg Demana had grabbed three points there to make it 1-5 to eight points all square. And in 50 minutes, they went ahead when they uh, scored a point to leave it 10 points to 1-6 Ragged got their second goal 16 minutes into the second half to move into a 2 point lead 2-6 to 10 points and Ragged were still leading by 3 points up to the 25th minute but 3 points on the trot for Greg squared the game on 28 minutes 2-9 to 15 points then Greg went into the lead and looked as if they might uh, get the 2 points but Ragged levelled close to full time to have an end score the end game score of 2-10 Ballyragget sitting at 16 points for uh, Greg the Manor game down in um, um, John Locks and uh, Barry Rangers really really exciting it did look like the Locks had the game won but it, there was a sting in the tail as John Henriques tells us with an early throw in John Locks and Barrow Rangers of Paulstown went at it in a well presented John Lock Park Barrow Rangers were the victors by the narrowest of margins the game started well for the Locks with a good use of the ball resulting in the opening three points two from Dara Berrigan one free and a point from Mikey Pendergast Jack Kelly opened the Paulstown account with a pointed free on six minutes. The Locks had some good points from play while Kelly kept Paulstown in the game. Indeed, he was Paulstown only scorer in the first half. With most of the hurling being done by the Locks and Paulstown having only one score, the Locks would be disappointed with only being five points up at half time. Score 10 points to five. Points were exchanged in the second half and a superb sideline from Dara Berrigan put the locks five points up with five minutes to go. Two minutes later, substitute Dylan Hunston rifled the ball to the net to put the score at 17 points for the locks, 113 to Paulstown. Paulstown got the next three points. Locks only scored one from a free. Full time, John Locks, 18 points. Barrow Rangers of Paulstown, 116. Credit to referee Richard Holland for a game that flowed freely from start to finish. And our thanks there to John Henriquez. And uh, we're going to head back to our outside broadcast unit at the courthouse in Parliament Street where they're anxiously waiting for the Kilkenny team uh, to turn up. I'm told that they were due to be leaving Langton's around half six. That's just about now. Don't know if that's happening, but Kieran Ari will take us through whatever's happening down there now. Back to you, Kieran. Thanks, Vicky. Yeah, and uh, the, the crowd is really gathering down here now. And uh, we just saw right side here, Nicky. Uh, Eddie Kerr giving Barry Henriquez an ice cream. <laughs> he, he didn't give one of the rest of us, but we won't mean anyway. Um, Liam Kelly O'Rourke, uh, Jim Rowan is here beside us. Thanks very much, Kieran. Yeah, no ice cream for me or Jim either. But Jim Rowan, you're here with us for the Kikenny Camogie homecoming. It's a great, great night. It sure is a great night altogether. Um. You watched the game yesterday, I'm sure? I most certainly did watch the game yesterday. How were the nerves? They weren't good, but once Kilkenny got the goal, everyone knew this is theirs now. Um, in that first half, we started off brilliantly, but we kind of slided and Cork grew into the game. Yes, that is true. Kilkenny, Kilkenny, Kilkenny got a great start altogether, being five points up, and Cork hadn't even got one score yet at that time. And who did you think stood out on the day? Who got us over the line? The whole panel got him over the line. Yeah. Not only one, the whole panel got him over the line. And uh, a great goal by Sophie O'Dwyer. She kept her eye on it brilliantly, didn't she? She sure did. She sure did. She had it well planned. She knew where the ball was going to be. A good village woman. We had a win on the club scene at the weekend. Not a great day for Carrick Shock, though. You're a proud shock man. 
I'm most certainly am, and I'd always be a proud Terry Shockman at first. What went wrong on the day? A red card earlier on didn't help your cause. It didn't help much at all, the red card, but still... Please God, please God, we'll have him back. We, I know we won't have him back for the next day against Connie. We won't have him. He'll be gone for that game instead. I think it was Owen O'Neill. Was it a bit harsh? It was a bit harsh. It was. Yeah, and uh, but brighter days ahead for Kerry Shock. You'll be in the mix, I'm sure. Please God, we will. You believe. Please God, we'll be back. Good man, Jim Rowan. Thanks as ever, and thanks for your support to the station. Jim Rowan here live from uh, the courthouse here as we welcome home the Kilkenny team. Now I have a very proud man, Pat. You have a connection on that Kilkenny team. Yes, my niece and goddaughter was on it, Casey Power from Piltdown Club. She's had a very tough couple of months, but she showed her character yesterday. She did. She had to come back from a couple of serious injuries. Uh, so it's taken a long time to get back. I'm so proud of her for getting back and she played well and she was a key figure especially in parts of the first half oh tough as tough as nails out there in the middle of the field giving it everything were you biting the fingernails yesterday oh I was the voice everything is gone <laughs> who stood out to you apart from Katie who stood out to you apart from Katie who stood out to you apart from Katie the noise here is absolutely oh, no, definite no, you couldn't take any of them they all gave it everything they gave it, they gave it 100% the whole lot so proud of them all and so proud for the Filtown Club as well that uh, they're bringing back the O'Duffy Cup again there I'm sure you are and before I let you back to the celebrations I don't want to go into cliches or anything like that but it really was a workman-like performance everyone looked after each other yeah absolutely every one of them gave it all, gave it all they could give Will she call in? Will Casey call in to you now for a cup of tea during the week? She's earned it. A uh, little something, little stronger than the tail. <laughs> well, thanks very much, Pat. It was lovely to meet you. Lovely. Thank you very much. So, uh, those are some of the people, Kieran, that are here to welcome our Kenny heroes home. Yeah, Liam, you were you were up at the match yesterday yourself. Um, obviously, you were saying to the lads 24 hours later. Um, how are you feeling after it? Um, it was obviously nail biting up there, but what was it like to be up there and experience it? Well, Kieran, I've only gotten me. Uh, my uh, voice back it was so so exciting um, first 20 minutes we were superb we absolutely bossed Cork I said on air yesterday I was really really surprised how slow Cork were out of the blocks it was almost a replica of the Waterford semi-final but I don't know what happened uh, Fiona Keating's goal on minute 20 that really spurred Cork on and I felt whenever they ran out of our defence we were in a bit of bother at that stage in the match but full credit to Brian Dowling and Cole they really responded in the second half they hung in there there was no more than a point or two between them the whole game and I, I have to give full full credit we spoke to Katie Powers uncle there I'm not just saying it because he's around us she played really well in spills Mary O'Connell and how could you forget Katie Nolan in the other corner Barry Enriquez somehow christened her the pocket rocket she certainly was that really good on the freeze but gets in the right positions the whole time a key key figure but it's very hard to narrow it down they worked really hard our backs were superb not just in the semi-final but the final and thankfully we got over the line I know she's my club woman, but Sophie O'Dwyer, it's never easy to come out come out on any, after you know being on the bench in any match, but to come on in an All-Ireland final when the legs are a bit stiff and to be in the right place and to be sharp, because it might have looked simple on television, but she had to be switched on, and she was. And uh, look, from that point onwards, we never looked back, and it was a great occasion. And I just said that to Aoife as well, Liam, that like, there was easy, you could over-pull that ball, miss it completely, try to raise it, but she used her instinct, pulled on it, and got the connection perfect. And like you said, like she had to be in the right place at the right time and still had to show nerve as well to finish that ball to the back of the net. Oh, oh very much so, Kieran. I mean, yeah, you have to consider as well. That's, I think that, that's our first senior All-Ireland final. Their nerves would have been kicking in. And, like, it's not easy. I mean, you're trying to get your bearings. Like, Crow Park had, uh, what, a, a good few thousand people there yesterday. The Hogan and the Cusick stands were, you know, there was a good chunk of black and amber and red jerseys there. Yeah, 24,000. Yeah, yeah, which is an incredible statistic for a Camogie All-Ireland. But she, she kept her bearings and she did really, really well. But look, I, I, I hate picking out names because I think from 1 to 15, all of them played reasonably well. But more importantly than that, they worked really, really hard and that saw them over the line. I'm not quite sure how we got to 65 and a half minutes because four minutes was added on and it felt like the referee was playing for a draw. But look, that doesn't matter now. We got the job done and it's a big win for Kilkenny. Exactly. Tough day on Cork losing the two finals. Yeah, exactly, Lee. But I suppose um, Kilkenny were on the opposite end of that a couple of years as well where we lost by a point and um, you know to, to just come out with that tight game against Cork and win the, bring the O'Duffy Cup back 
must be special say for the more experienced players as well the, the younger brigade there as well coming through but say the likes of Grace Welsh they had their had their tough days Katie Power all those experienced players it was brilliant for them to get one over on Cork as well Absolutely Kieran. I mean we all remember the spell a couple of years ago of two, three All-Irelands back to back and coming home heartbroken every year that's going to take its toll on players but thank God they turned it around and I mean look it was such a, a workman-like performance like how often in Hurling and Camogie they would say oh she's a great player he's a great player and they're all forwards I mean our half back line you know we kept Fiona Keating bar one or two really dangerous ones she was kept quiet Ashling Thompson everyone was raving about Ashling Thompson pre-match she was drawn out the field and forced to take shots from around about her own half back line we did that That half it was down to Cork and maybe not being sharp but we forced them into really really difficult efforts We were. it was a man marking job at times we worked really really hard and look they, they earned it because it's as you touched on there it's not easy to come back when you lose one All-Ireland never mind two or three and now we've won two or uh, two out of the last three which is a magnificent achievement there's the psychological aspect as well facing Cork I heard it, we were talking before we went up yesterday Eva Lanigan was touching on which dressing room you're even in never mind actually on the field of play so thank God that's all been put to bed and we can celebrate tonight Absolutely, Liam, and I'll just come back to Aoife there. Aoife Lanigan, um, look, you're, you're uh, a borough woman at heart, so uh, for Aoife Prendergast to walk up the steps of the Hogan stand yesterday, that's two now winning captains for the club. Um, the last two victories, obviously, with borough captains, but it's special for Aoife Prendergast came through the ranks, the underage ranks at Dixborough. Aaron, I was just looking at her medal collection, it's phenomenal what she's after winning underage with Kilkenny, and then to walk up the steps as well of Crow Park there yesterday and lift the O'Duffy. Cup, just a special, special moment for her, her family, and obviously her club, Dixborough. Yeah, great, a great achievement, as you just said there. The like 2020, we had we had Lucinda Gann as captain, and then and then yesterday with on uh, with Aoife. Yeah, great, great achievement, as you said, with everything that Aoife has has won and achieved with the county over the years. With 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 the club last year when they won the won the county final out in Callan against against Pilltown, you were thinking who were Dixborough going to pick for a captain? Totally deserved for Aoife to be going to be picked, being having been the club captain. Um, yeah, Aoife deserved to, deserved to walk up those steps and receive that cup. Like you would see us as she was saying here, give me that cup quick. I want to take it off the pedestal. Yeah, but a great great achievement and great achievement for the Dixborough to have the two last winning captains. And Aoife, like, there's, there's huge, say, like, Aoife, um, Aoife Pendergast was on the bench there yesterday. Like, she had all the pressure, say, of the captaincy that was there, you know, going around with all the media things. Um, you know, she was up in Temple Street today, you know, but, like, it can, it can be, must be very difficult as well, where you can't influence the game. You know, you're waiting to get your chance to come in. You're the captain of the team, you're trying to rally the troops, but yet you can't go out on the pitch. But then when she came on, she made it, got stuck in straight away and I'd say it was a huge relief for her as well to get out there because I'd say she was like her rest of us was biting her nails as well on the sideline but I'd say it must have been a difficult situation being where you are the captain but you can't really get in and influence the game you know you're looking in from afar and you're cheering everyone on and you know it, it must have been difficult as well for her it was, it was difficult Aoife wasn't able to get on the, on, on the first 15 Aoife had been in for had been in on on the team for for a few matches, then she kind of I think got she injured for a while. But yeah, but I say an awful lot of her. Like you're saying, like how do you motivate? Like I say an awful lot of was like being up in the stand as well. You're always see that you see more up in the stand than what's happening on the sideline as well. And I I say that her being captain, I'd say that she had an awful lot of a lot of decision making with the management as well. Like and then kind of saying getting in then and the minutes she got in on the on the pitch that she was a driving force knocking the ball in into the forward line and when she got in she was raring to get going yeah no absolutely like, like, the, like the rest of the substitutions were as well and um, even like we don't want to be looking ahead to the future like we know when we're in Nolan Park after the All-Ireland we're talking about a defeat but like the, the age profile of this Kilkenny team I know it's always difficult Cork and Galway are going to be there and Galway with that brilliant intermediate victory there yesterday as well but like their, their future is bright for Kilkenny Camogie you spoke about the under the under 14s there the A and the C team you know we have, we're after winning the under 16 minor All-Ireland you know there's brilliant players coming through and if we can keep that pool together obviously keep bringing 
behind there, the management team. You know, who's to say we won't be back here this time next year as well with the O'Duffy Cup for the 16th time? Yeah, you look at it, as you said, like you've looking at it, you've, you've even Norris, like she's only 23, Michelle Teen, 26, Grace is on the, the other side hitting 30, Tiffy is only 20, Neve Dealey's in her mid 20s, Claire Phelan hitting near the 30s, Laura Murphy in the mid 20s, Steffi, kind of 21, 22, Katie on the, the 30s, Denise gone past it. And when I say gone past it, I don't mean past it, but she's past the 30, well, I'm like, but she's exceptional. Like, she is one of the best Camogie players I have ever seen. As I said earlier on in the interview, you say, like, the pressure of her, missing her free. She is such leadership. And you could even see it last night uh, in the banquet, like, getting all the girls, like, getting them together. And they're having one ball last night into the early hours of the morning but yeah she's one fantastic leader and then you look at Michaela coming back she's into the mid-twenties Julianne coming back as well mid-twenties Mary O'Connor twenties Miriam in her mid-twenties and pocket rocket Katie Nolan what can you say what can you say about her one player of the match last night deservedly so intermediate winner in 2016 as centre back yeah fantastic the whole 15 then you look at the at the subs bench a lot of players Eva herself captain like in her mid-twenties Miriam Bambick twenties Sophie Dwyer, early 20s. Kira Feeling in her 20s. Asha McCarty, she will be a fantastic player. She's coming out. She's part of the minor panel when I was management with the lads. Fantastic player. We'll, we'll continue on get the intermediate senior player. Yeah, Sarah Crowley, experience as well. Leanne Felly, experience. Sinead Van Lashling, Roisin Brina, all the kind of girls on the, the lower end of the panel. We'll get their chance. Like, if it's not seniors, they'll get their chance in, 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 in intermediate. And then another find that she wasn't on the 30, but she was on the extended panel. It's Nee Phelan and Emma, Emma Minogue. Two very good players. Either in, in Nee Phelan, be sister to, uh, to Kira. Fantastic player. So, just did her leaving search, so a lot of pressure off her now that when you look at it, that she's got to leave, and I know it's probably going to college, but one fantastic defender, and uh, also Emma Minogue, fantastic player. She can play anywhere. She can play the halfback like midfield forwards. Fantastic player. So, yeah, we do have fantastic players over for the years to come. And hopefully, we can say within the next 10 years, we'll have a few more of Duffy Cups coming back. You look at it, going back all the different years that we didn't win, like 2016 was the first time in 22 years to win an All-Ireland. Since then we have won three All-Irelands. You look at teams that haven't won for a long time. Galway have only four All-Irelands. They won their first 96, then seven years, whatever. But Cork have, Cork have 28. We'll be catching up on them soon. But if, yeah, exactly, if, uh, like, like you said, about the future being bright. And we'll just go back to Denise for a minute. I was listening to a few podcasts the other day. Just said the off the ball one, they were talking about matchups and all that. And Denise hadn't scored for play in the last two games, you know, and this and that. But when it came down to it, who got one off her left, one off her right on the biggest day of the year on the Camogie calendar? Denise Gall. Who stepped up for the last three? Denise Gall. Like, she's just, it's like what TJ Reid is to Kilkenny Hurl and Denise Gall is to Kilkenny Camogie. Fantastic, and everybody says like Denise Gall is to Camogie as TJ Reid is to Kenny Hurland. It's true, like, and I saw I saw a message from TJ on Twitter last night saying like, when you're under pressure, taking a free. You see that with Denise, and I said it earlier on. Denise was was very under pressure. She missed a free, but she knuckled down and hunted and harried and to make sure that Cork weren't going to drive with the ball. Yeah, Denise is an exceptional player and. Everything about her, she's phenomenal. Unbelievable, yeah. Right, Nicky, we'll go back to the studio. The band are playing, shipping up to Boston. We're shipping up to Kilkenny here as the atmosphere is building. And um, we'll go back to you in the studio for a couple of minutes, Nicky. OK, thanks for all. We'll be back to you shortly. Don't forget, our next Split the Pot draw will take place this Friday. you got to be in it to win it. Summer sale now on at Yora Farm and Garden Supplies, Unit 1A, Lockby Industrial Estate, Ring Road, Kilkenny. Your one-stop shop for all your farming, gardening and equestrian needs. 10% off all riding hats and skulls, body protectors, horse and cattle clippers, milky machine liners, dairy detergents, summer dosing, filter socks, work boots and grass and lawn seed. Full range of signage covers and wrap now in stock. Call in and see us for more details or phone 056 77 or visit eurofarm.ie 
the Orchard House, New Orchard Road. Breakfast each morning from 9.30am, followed by all-day dining. Dine in a newly renovated farmhouse just minutes from Kilkenny City. Plenty of free parking, spacious and private. And don't forget our Bramley restaurant for your get-together and family gathering. TheOrchardHouse.ie Friendly, local and spacious. Kilkenny Mart at Killen Hill. We're holding three main sale days at the moment. Monday is our sheep sale day from 10 a.m. with dairy sales beginning at half 12. Tuesday morning, our calf sale begins at half past 10. And Thursday is the cattle sale from 10 a.m. To stay up to date on upcoming sales, you'll find all you need at kilkennymart.ie. And while you are more than welcome ringside, all sales can be viewed as they happen on the Mart Bids app. Kilkenny Mart at Killen Hill. Proudly part of Kilkenny life for generations. The heartbeat of our city is shopping local. The voice of the black and amber. Community Radio Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Tars World of Gaelic Games. No Dane Jarmard, Gomega and Cade split the pot ella er an Ina Shukuing. Neil Shanser Behagut, Mora will to own. Don't forget our next split the pot draw will take place this Friday. You've got to be in it to win it. And that's absolutely true. So we'd like some help from you as well because this is a volunteer-driven station. So we do need a few bob to keep it going. So anyway, see that yellow box? You might pop two euro in an envelope. We'll be going back to Kieran and the crew in uh, Parliament Street shortly. But quickly on uh, games over the weekend, there was a lot of big games in the Kilkenny uh, Senior Hurling Championship uh, out in Ballyragget. We had uh, Laird's Zone getting the better of Liz Downey on Friday evening. And... Uh, but Bennis Bridge going very very well they got the better of a Lachlan Gales uh, in Gordon also on Friday evening on uh, Saturday games obviously were changed onto Friday Saturday because of the Camogie Dixborough a huge win over Glenmore we had that game live on uh, Community Radio Kilkenny City uh, Shamrock's equally impressive win over Mullinavat a little later on Saturday while in the evening time a dour game I think was described between James Stevens and Mally Callan with James Stevens winning that and the game that had uh, been a controversy Tullerone versus Clara lots of arguments over the score we when the final whistle went a lot of people thought it was a draw but the referee said that Tullerone won it and that's just the way it's going to be now back to the uh, intermediate and a terrible start for Connie Sharmocks in the first half saw Donamagan build up a big lead and while Connie came back in the end Donamagan deservedly picked up the two points there in the intermediate game I played in Bennis Bridge on a Saturday afternoon uh, Dance Ford had a good win over Lachlan Gales Lachlan Gales a good start against Freshford and around a little later in the afternoon down in Clara Young Irons of Gordon had a good win over St Martins while one of the best games of the day was the Rory Nestig and uh, St Lactans which ended in a draw in Palmerstown and we covered Thomastown and Carrick Shock it was a competitive game for half an hour but in the second half it was all Thomastown and they are a very impressive team they're going to be hard to be beaten in the intermediate this year and the final intermediate game was Moonkind and the Fenians and Moonkind had a deserved win in that place so we're going to head back now to um, uh, Parliament Street the message has come through there's plenty of action down there back to you Kieran. Thanks, Nicky. And Liam, Liam Kelly O'Rourke is here now with two village men. Is it Liam? Well, three, I suppose. I'm here with Keane Kenny. Keane, you enjoyed the camogie yesterday? Very much so. A well-deserved win for the girls. They're an unbelievable team all year and I'm absolutely delighted for them. And you're wearing the pink strip, the Kenny strip, I should say. <laughs> Great night ahead. Great night ahead, hopefully, for the girls. They're going to well-deserved homecoming here with the, everyone's out in the town. Well-deserved and I'm delighted for them. Well, Keane, we wish you well with the next year and thanks very much. Thanks very much, Liam. Connor Ryan, another village man. What did you make of the match yesterday? Oh, it was a great match. A great win for the girls. I'm so proud of them. It was a crying maze out. And it was brilliant. And uh, ho- hopefully they can see more ne- next year again. They've suffered final heartbreak over the past couple of years. It's great to get the two and three years now. Yeah, it is. Uh, I sure. Look, I, I suppose when, when the Kenny boys uh, missed out on a, 
I suppose the the Kenny girls learn learn from the boys, and then and then the girls went and did it, and it, it's absolutely brilliant. Doesn't it make it extra special as well? When you think back to 2020, hardly anyone in Crow Park. Now they got to do it in front of the black and amber. Yeah, I I suppose when when all supporters weren't able to go in 2020, they were all heartbroken that they couldn't go. But uh, the main thing was Kenny won, and it was a great a great incentive. And now this year, it brings all the crowd back out. And Kilkenny supporters are absolutely brilliant. There's no doubt about it. Agreed. We don't make it easy for ourselves in finals, though, but still great to win. Ah, uh, yeah, look, look. When you when you go to a final, you just have to perform. When you, And when when the girls did perform, we got through it. I know I know. That, like, it could have been a draw as well, but look, at least we won. And lastly then, confident, uh, yeah, confident village man this year. Not a great start but a lot loads of hurling to come yeah well look look the, the, the village will learn from a lot of it and I think I think if they get going we, we can beat anybody Connor thanks very much pleasure and uh, now the, the bus is approaching us here it's just passing Scrum Diddley's ice cream Liam and uh, the atmosphere really building now we sent Nicky to or uh, we sent uh, Barry to try get a few interviews for us boys after disappearing into the sunset but um, <laughs> the big bus is coming the atmosphere is brilliant down here Liam and the girls up on the up the big bus you normally see these kind of buses all around the European cities but we have one here in Kilkenny tonight and it's just passing down past Scrum Diddley's here now past the old Hennessy Sports and the Kilkenny flags are flying the crowd are up on their feet they're all shouting and cheering for these girls and it's well deserved oh very much so Kieran. it's just wonderful to see the sea of black and amber that have come out to support the Kilkenny team is unbelievable and look it caps off a wonderful last three or four months we had the footballers bringing home an All-Ireland title the under-20s did it in Thurles a couple of months ago and now the Camogie Stars have brought it back again and look we were very very greedy in this county and we had every right to be with our senior hurlers winning two in a row four in a row three in a row but for this Camogie team to win two and three years it's a wonderful achievement you think of how competitive the likes of Cork and Galway are Watford are coming up through the ranks and others so for them to get over the line they didn't do it the easy way they had to play in an All-Ireland quarter-final they got through that and they're getting the reception they deserve Kieran. and we love seeing a trophy on the bus in, in Kilkenny City Yeah and uh, Liam the band here playing Mr Braceside but the girls are really popping to it there now up on the bus they have the O'Duffy Cup risen high there's young kids up on their shoulders everyone is just giving them the reception they really deserve and we did get to celebrate with the girls in 2020 but now that we're all back down here in the parallel street in front of the courthouse it really really is special that's what ma- that's what makes it so special Kieran. you don't want to say it never happened but we didn't get to be part of the whole occasion back then it was done virtually behind closed doors in Crow Park you got to cheer among your own family but that was it so for everyone to come out as a community as a city and county no matter what club you're from it's just fantastic young and older here two year olds and (laughs) 92 year olds they're all here to see it it's a wonderful evening the setting is brilliant the music is blasting out and I mean the girls are just loving it on top of the bus they're really really enjoying it and look here on you're a sportsman yourself with handball and hurling you can never take these occasions for granted because you just never know when it's going to come back again the Camogie Championship is so competitive so you need to live and enjoy every moment and they're certainly doing that and much deserved Oh, absolutely, Liam, and uh, I think uh, you summed it up brilliantly there that you can't take these moments for granted. And look, you see the likes of the players Kilkenny lost through injury this year, but now they all love to be out in it. You heard Brian Dowling referring to Dylan Quirk there yesterday in his interview as well. What would that man love to be doing to be out in that pitch in Paul Park there yesterday, you know, or down the line with Tipperary? So, look, you just can't take these moments for granted, like you said, and I think everyone is savouring the atmosphere down here. You can see all the parents are gathering there. You see, uh, all the, we see uh, Frank Minogue is in here obviously his daughter Emma's on the team we can see all the pairs coming in uh, celebrating with the girls here tonight and um, it really really has the crowd has followed down the bus as well Liam they came from Langtons and obviously the crowd came down with the, the bus as well it's after really filling up around us here and um, the girls will probably be out on the stage it's not so long 
I'm telling you, Kieran, it's the only time I've seen so many people so happy outside a courthouse. It's unbelievable. But look, they're going to be welcomed onto the stage now in a couple of moments, and uh, we'll bring that to you live. But it's going to be some occasion. We're just looking up here at our dignitaries. Mayor, um, um, we have here look at Kilkenny County Council, Pat Fitzpatrick, and uh, the Mayor of Kilkenny City as well. Other councillors, Peter Chapclear, Eugene McGuinness, MC for the evening, Oshin Langan. They're all here. They're all part of this wonderful occasion. It's a special 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 day and look I can't wait to hear what a reception they get when they come out on that podium there it should be unbelievable Absolutely, Liam, and I'll just get, talk to Aoife here for one second. Aoife, you saw the bus coming down through the high street there. It was really, really special, wasn't it? It, it is really special. Like, as I said, I've been, like, I've been on the bus. 2016, part of the Intermina management coming down with the crowd. Great, you had the double. But then 17, 18, 19, when they were unfortunate that we didn't, when we, had, when we lost the three finals, like, we got the crowds out, but you'd like to have seen a bit more crowd but great to see the support there but now seeing them coming there with the cup and having a great time like we were home last night in the river court and now the girls meeting up there in langtons with the under 14 winning teams leading them down the down through the town so it's great to see them yeah and they seem to be all in great spirit so looking forward to seeing them up on the balcony here yeah no absolutely and there's something special i think just even with when the hurling team win just to see the, the bus coming through to see the crowd people the flags the jerseys everyone out supporting the black and amber it really is something to savor isn't it it is something to savor and you like always think like years ago we used to come down we used to get it from the the, the station and you're on your two your two um open air buses and then the crowds on either side welcoming you and it's something else like it's it's just this support might be able to get to Crow Park they get to watch it or listen to ourselves on the radio yesterday yeah but to see to see the black and amber and to support the girls it's great and, and, it, and it gives them heart as well that, that it's what they put it put their heart to it and it was stated last night to thank everybody that's been there to help them the families, the supporters, everything. And it's just proven here tonight, the support and families of all the players and management as well. Absolutely, Aoife. And look, I suppose, just when we're talking about the team, like there's lots of players that go through their career and never win an All-Ireland medal. You know, there's, say, like there's, you, if we go back through the history book and people that did win an All-Ireland medal, now you say you have this Kilkenny team after winning two and three years. Like they're really, really, we're living in special times with Kilkenny Camogie. It is a great time. You look at it when a lot of people like say like going again. Denise Gall being a fantastic player, she won her third All Ireland yesterday. Uh, you're looking at we say now. Steffi has won her has won her first. Steffi has got her second. She was there in 2020. Yeah, the girls that are winning their first, you're saying like so many have overplayed for Kilkenny over the years, over the 22 years that we hadn't won from 94 to 2016. That didn't. They were grand, fantastic players. You look at Anne Dalton, one of the best players that ever graced the hurling pitch for Kilkenny, and she she won one all. She got the two all irons. You would love to have one, one more. Like she was captain in 2009. Unfortunately, Cork beat that year but yeah fantastic players we've had you'd love to have one more All-Irelands but they're a fantastic team and here's more than all a lot of these players will end up with more than three three All-Irelands Absolutely, and uh, we're listening to the, the band playing Mania 2000. A lot of these girls mightn't have even been alive when, when that song came out, so <laughs> we're showing our age here, Aoife. There's a few that weren't anyway, no. Oh, and here's Marty Party on the, on the balcony. Nicky, we might go back to you in the studio for a couple of minutes, um, just just as we're just as we're waiting for the for the, the team to come out on the, the balcony here in the courthouse. A few of the dignitaries, as Liam said, have come out, so it's only a matter of time now, and um, we might just go back to you in the studio for a minute. It's unbelievable, and what are we? 15, 20 minutes after the official ceremony has finished, and there's still rakes and rakes of people. Martina, come on, you're a Kilkenny supporter, you'll talk to me. And um, you watched the game yesterday. I was I was working, but I was keeping an eye on the score on, on my phones. You wouldn't you wouldn't lose touch anyway. You were an avid Kilkenny supporter, both the men and the women. Definitely, any any home covered, I'd never let them down. Absolutely not. You must be very proud to see your fellow Kilkenny men and women come out like this. Oh, it's absolutely brilliant. Win or lose, uh, we should all come out and support them. Yeah, I mean it's only right, isn't it? We saw our hurlers go down bravely to Limerick a few weeks ago. That 
our women are honoured in the same vein. Oh, it's absolutely brilliant. Well done, Sid. Even though uh, we lost the senior or the, the hurling match, they did us proud. And the Camogie girls did us proud as well. Well, Martina, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to talk to you. I think that's a first. Thank you. In Kelly O'Rourke, we have uh, Michael Welsh here, Grace Welsh's father, and uh, Uncle Miriam. How, we, how do you feel after that victory yesterday? Ah, oh, it's great. It's a great feeling. I thought I'd never come. The last ten minutes was hard to put in now. But we got through it. I think the girls worked uh, all over the field. They worked fierce hard for one another. They all covered one another, you know. So it's a great feeling when that final whistle went. Yeah, and uh, Michael, you're after seeing Hurling Homecomings, Camogie Homecomings. We didn't get to do it in 2020, so it must be special for you and the uh, family to be back here. This is a very special night, now, because all the lads are here now. Every family, all the families are great coming out tonight. The weather social is, all the school kids are on holiday, so they're all out tonight, you know, which is great for all the girls. And was your heart in your mouth yesterday, Michael? Where uh, you, I was, think we were going to come up short just one more time. It was devastating now, you know. I thought the referee was going to make it a draw. Yeah. To get yeah. extra time over, you know. We were... But then the girls fought so hard, they hooked and blocked, and uh, they didn't give away a free in that last couple of minutes, which was vital for us, you know. Even though to the free, won it for us, which yeah. was great. Yeah, no, and it could have been easily just to lose your head in that split moment, well, you know, been. with a hard tackle or that, like yeah, that yeah. Kept their They really kept their cool now, the girls now, you know, and the girls came back from half hour to centre field, they all came back into the backs and hooked and blocked. And ran with, with the Cork girls. They didn't give them much of a chance. Although the, she got her shot in the finish and it went barely wide. So we had a bit of luck, I suppose, on the day. And you need luck to win any final. No, absolutely. And um, two more alert medals coming back now to Tullerone. Ah, you must be over the moon. It's great for a small parish. It's great for a small parish. So we love this. We love it. Absolutely. Yeah. And we won't let you go without saying two wins from two. Now the hurlers in the league. Uh, well, we're there. We're, we're, we're there at the well. moment. And it's not easy either, you know. So. No. Um, and next weekend will be a vital weekend now again. Oh, the clubs are ahead again next weekend, so if you, if you had another win, you wouldn't be too bad, you know, so we'll see how it'll work out this weekend. Yeah, no, two wins from two, Michael, and it's a good start. Anyway, a good start so. finally, championship. We, we leave you back to celebrate, Michael. Thanks very much for joining us on Community Radio Kenny, and congratulations for everyone. And Thanks very much. Can pass on your congratulations to Grace and all the family. Thanks very much. Thanks, Michael. And that was Michael Wedgeline. you have another? Yeah, the Kenny supporters are coming over too. Who do I have? Uh, like Steffi and Tiffany Fitzgerald's cousin. Oh, very good. You must be very proud of them. Yeah. Um, coming out from Gorn, I, I'd say the whole parish is on a high after yesterday. They're two really, really strong sisters and a great combo. Yeah, we were all so excited. It was like just so, such a great day. Were you up in Crow Park yesterday? Yeah, we were. Yeah. How did you enjoy the experience? It was a great atmosphere. Yeah, it was such a good atmosphere. It was really, really good. Um, you know, it's it's all about Camogie and it's all about Kenny. Were you excited coming to the homecoming today? Because Camogie All Ireland's are very, very special, aren't they? Yeah, it's so excited coming. Like it's just such a good experience, and especially like that they have the cup back. It's just really good. And do you play yourself? Yeah, I do. What position? Uh, I like forwards, like half forward. Very, very, very good. And you're hopeful that they can do it again next year? Yeah, hopefully. Well, it was a pleasure to talk to you. Do you want to say hello to anyone before you go? Uh, can I say hello to my dad, Michael Fitzgerald? I don't know if he's listening, but uh, he, he will be now. <laughs> yeah, he usually does, and yeah. <laughs> well, it's been lovely to meet you, and thanks very much. Enjoy the night. Thank you. Thank you now. Thanks for that, Liam. Um, some some great interviews there. You could feel just the, how proud Michael Welsh was there, talking about Grace and Miriam, obviously his niece as well. So um, he's after experiencing the days with the hurling and the camogie. Yeah. It just really, really talented uh, family. I wonder how the Walshes and their parents cope with the you know all the Walsh brothers and and then Grace as well. Their nerves on All Ireland final day must be absolutely unbearable for that family. But look, they've done it so many times. Grace is a real, real leader. She's taken after the side of the Walsh family really really well and put in a really good performance yesterday and she I think she picked up a knock at one stage as well but she battled on and done really really well so look he's a proud father and the Walshes he spoke to you Kieran they're not shy and they have every right not to be because they're a very very talented hurling and camogie family no absolutely and um, like you said I think, I think people forget you know the, the, I remember Marty Morris who used to be giving out like mad about Mahoney always referred to Grace Welsh as Tommy and Parik's sister Grace Welsh is her own 
beautiful person. Yeah. She's her own talented sportswoman, and it's about time that the likes of Martin lads like that really realise it is great. She's going into Kenny as Grace Welsh and Grace Welsh only. Absolutely, Grace Welsh is a leader. She's a player in her own right, and she hardly ever lets Kenny down, if ever. Uh, Lanigan, we're just referring to Grace Walsh. What a player she is. Yes, she is a fantastic player. I know you're just listening to you there saying about she has her own th- her own definition of. Th- I know everyone says she's Park and Tommy's sister. Yeah, but she, they're, they're they're her brothers. She has her own thing. And yes, afterward, yes, this performance. A lot of people said, Grace, would she be a, f- a fullback? But it just showed yesterday that she's taken the the mantle when Davina and Colette retired. She's taken that position of her own. Like when she did block down um, Katrina Mackey yesterday for a, could possibly be a goal shot on goal you thought Grace was injured but Grace got back up I think it's a, a Welsh thing that she has that uh, I'm not leaving that pitch unless you have to stretch me off with a broken leg or a broken arm she'd want to be on one leg <laughs> she'd want to or, or on, on her tippy toes um, being a fantastic <laughs> but no she's a fantastic player she is yeah we have another chap that wants to go on the radio there who have I got here? Uh, Kieran Gibbons. Kieran Gibbons. You're wearing a Leinster strip, but you're a Kilkenny fan, I'm sure. Ah, uh, yeah, I, uh, I hope sure, anyway. <laughs> uh, did you watch the match yesterday, or did you go? I went to it, and it was a very tight game. Referee was shocking to keep it on so long. One minute, about. His watch must have stopped. I'd say it did. <laughs> I'd say. Will they do it again next year? I hope so, yeah, but I think they will. It's a strong enough team. And who's your favourite player? Uh, it has to be Mary O'Connor. Okay. Best player on the team. Are you from Clara? Yeah. Okay. You had to say that, didn't you? <laughs> well, look, do you want to say hello to anyone before I let you go? I'd like to say hello. <laughs> Now's your chance. And to Aaron Carrigan and Lee Percy. And, and, and uh, I'd like to say, say hello to Mr. Deegan. Okay. We all know who that is. <laughs> you'll, you'll, be, you'll be good in school next year and your friends will love that. Thanks very much for coming over. Frank Minogue, you had a daughter on the panel there yesterday, probably one of the youngest members of the panel. Must be really special for a young player coming into that experience and bringing her all her medal home as well to the Jens Stevens Club. Ah, yeah, it's unbelievable. So, where would you get it? Um, you know, you couldn't dream about um, coming in at that stage, still a minor. So, yeah. uh, it's over the moon. We all are over the moon over to, to get the opportunity. It's, sure, it's you know, it's, it's, it's just unbelievable, you know. And special scenes here tonight, Frank, as well. We were just down here looking at the bus coming down and through the wave of black and amber. Yeah, and rightly so, you know, it's still no more than they deserve, you know, the whole lot of them. They, they put in unbelievable hours of training and work and it's, uh, commitment uh, to, and having discipline and dedication, I suppose, just like the boys. So it's great to see them getting, getting their just rewards, an unbelievable win and being greeted so well by the people of Kilkenny to show their appreciation for what they did and right before I let you go it was a real panel effort wasn't it like from one to I'm not sure how many was on the panel with say 35, 36 whatever yeah. was there but like after every big injury was there or people stepping aside brain never complained yeah. just use it was all about the players that were there and he utilised those players yeah well look at the team of backroom and management they are they're not lads that complain that they're not them sort of people that complain they get on with it and that's why they're dollar and champions and as I think someone alluded about yesterday there that they're they're typical kind of brain Cody-esque kind of uh, filtering down through them you know they all played under them and so you could see it out there and the, the players were the same the battle and the hooking the blocking you know everyone around the country are giving Kilkenny plaudits for that uh, in the last few weeks and all but sure that's what Kilkenny trademarked themselves on and it's just unbelievable to see it like the like to Tommy and JJ and the boys that's, that's what they did all, all along the whole way up along that's why they won so many that's why they're so successful and I heard just to carry on from what you said there Frank I heard Marty Morrissey last night saying to Brian Dolan about the work rate the energy the effort and he said they're the basics of the game yeah. everything else comes with that you know yeah like to, that's when Kenny players go out and pull on that jersey that's, you have to have that that's your starting point or you won't be even in that dressing room or be considered so if you don't have that you're, you're at, you have no place in a Kilkenny jersey and that you know you see it coming out there yesterday the blocks and the, the, the goal chances that Kilkenny stopped there and um, Grace Welch coming across there that was some block and, the, and coming out with the last ball as well T- typical epitomised Kilkenny hurling you know yeah to have the composure at that stage yeah. to hold onto a ball pick out a pass across the pitch yeah. it was like Tommy Esque across the ship <laughs> yeah, in the, yeah, yeah. one of the all earners against Tipperary yeah 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 we'll, we'll, we'll uh, pinpoint the weak spot and, and yeah. go after it yeah, yeah, exactly yeah straight yeah, across to Miriam where she was doing yeah. damage all game it was uh, second nature sure you know they had that telepathic uh, kind of radar 
between them. So, yeah, it's just beautiful to see it in, in full flow. Like, and I uh, know, fair play to them. They're just they're absolute credit to themselves and their and everyone involved with them. And you know, it's brilliant. You can see the scenes here now. Hopefully, this will be a pattern that'll keep going forward. And yeah, you know. and you you know, Frank, you have say you said your daughter straight over minor there. She's in on a senior panel. Like you're after seeing all the talent that's coming through in Kilkenny. And you know, there's no no doubt Kilkenny will be back hopefully next year to be contesting for another O'Duffy Cup, trying to make it 16 down the lane, 17, 18. The talent is there and it's coming through. Yeah, it? they, they definitely should because this year they've had a lot of setbacks and they've come out on on top. And you know, no nobody. Gets him a chance and as was just heard Pat Tracy talking to Tommy Shefflin there and he said you were unbeaten all year yeah. like that's a fair statement you know and so you know who's to, who's to say they won't continue yes Galway and Cork are going to be formidable opponents they always are Waterford showed that they can get up there as well this year they know they were close with Cork as well so look Kilkenny have the they, they have the raw materials there to do it it's just look at that management team they have they're the lads you know and it's brilliant to see lads like that, that gave so much with hurling to Kilkenny now doing it for the Camogie and helping them out yeah. so there's inter-county hurling teams that love to have that back oh, I tell you one thing yeah it's, look hope, hope, hopefully they'll stay with the Camogie but if they don't there's going to be you know there's a spot there for 20s who knows there's, yeah. all, there's all sorts of permutations could, could be put forward but definitely look the, Kilkenny the, the raw materials are there the, the hunger is there now you can see it they came back how many 6-7 players between injury retirements yeah. uh, different things you're, you're going you know, to you maternity yeah like, it's unbelievable you know, yeah, and, you're yeah, and to dip to, di- to dip into the well and pull out that yesterday that performance and that win yeah like, there's not too many teams as you said Frank would be able to do it say you're lining out without your two cornerbacks from last year your half back out with a cruise ship making far gone travelling yeah. there's four out of your six backs gone already yeah, real, real, and um, that real leaders yeah. leaders like you know John Carmer let Armour retiring there you know you don't just replace those uh, you know easily and but look the boys gelled it into them and instilled it into them and gelled them all together the new the new girls in and they done their part yesterday and you know Tiffy Fitz getting the first score and uh, I think Cork will, Cork will look back on that one if Paddy Murray and the boys want to uh, criticise them a bit more there they'll criticise that their, their game plan at the start bringing all the players down the field for it played into our hands yeah, and Tiffy got this great score over at the start yeah no exactly and look when you allow players of the calibre of that Kilkenny have that time and space and time on the ball we're going to yeah. punish you and that's, that's what happened in the opening 20 minutes that's of the game. it yeah and look when Kilkenny teams lose like I suppose the other, the other team has to completely outwork them to, for that to happen so like that's fair play to any team that does that to Kilkenny so in order to, for Kilkenny no because Kilkenny will come with skill but they also have as you said the basics with the hunger and the, and the, the things that Brian alluded to there last night so they're, the, they're, the, they're the, the building blocks aren't they they're the fundamentals and the foundations yeah if you so, have those at the start Frank it's, yeah. you just build on those it's a good start don't you? it's a brilliant Frank, start thanks a million for joining us no hassle mate uh, enjoy the celebrations and uh, congratulations to Emma and all the family fair play thank you Kieran. thanks Frank and that was Frank Minogue uh, we leave it there for tonight I think Nicky uh, the, the barriers and all are being moved in front of us and um, Liam uh, special leash down here in, in, in the courthouse um, I suppose the players are just dwindling out now everyone's probably got their autographs got their selfies all the rest so um, we'll probably head back to Nicky in the studio and um, just a really really special night and proud to be a Kilkenny person down here tonight yeah a very special night to round up Kieran. I just I'm looking at Tommy Walsh here in front of me I'm looking at Jimmy Walsh um, over on the far side as well and I think that just sums up Kieran. what an achievement this is and it's appreciated by hurlers camogie players whatever um, background you come from this is a mighty mighty achievement for the county absolutely back to you Nicky ok lads um, thanks for that we'll let you go take care bye bye thanks Nicky ok that's the lads done a wonderful job down there at the parade tonight